and welcome to I Thought They Smelled Bad on the Outside, a show that could not make it to Anime North this year because we were too busy uh, dealing with some personal issues involving this Egyptian fella. And I don't know why, why he wanted us to steal all those books from that collector, but, uh, uh, you know, uh, I, I seem to think this Riley place is all right. <laughs> I assumed it was because they were quite tasty. <laughs> But I was also very, very hungry. But they were still pretty good. I've had worse books. <laughs> that That is true. I got nothing. Yeah, I got nothing. I enjoy the fact you went with Nyarlathotep and I got it. <laughs> oh, well, well, I've, I've been... My goal has been always to turn an old blues man story into a, into a hook for a mythos adventure. Gotta happen. Yeah, but it's like... Let's pick a random old Egyptian guy. And I'm like, I wonder if it's who I think it is. Yes, it is. Hey, there's only one Egyptian. Come on. I still got nothing. All right. My name is Scott. I'm Jeff. And I'm louder than Jeff. (laughs) I am Jeff. You're He-Man? Also known as Jetman025. Also known as the Defender of Destiny. Also known as a whole bunch of other random crap. Jesus. You got that on a business card, man? Yes, I do. Right under a potential lunch winner. (laughs) So that when he hands over the business card, he can say, hey, maybe we'll do lunch if I'm lucky. That is the second worst pickup line I have heard in like a week. (laughs) Just a week. There we go. I thought it was going to be a lot worse than that. It's the worst one I've heard in months. If I'd gone to AN, I guarantee it wouldn't have been the worst by far. Yeah, good point. Oh, God. 12 hours. 12, 12 hours. hours. Now, you guys keep inviting me to come to this thing, and every time you come back from it, you're, you're horribly scarred and angry. We have fun like, with the very small group of people we choose to spend exceeding amounts of time and beer with. Yes. I, I, I think the... See, the, the real trick is you just need to come up and hang out with a few of us. And AN is sort of the guaranteed weekend where we're, we're all in one spot. Yeah. It just so happens we're also there with, you know, 40,000 goddamn teenagers. And a bunch of weirdos who we're supposed to respect because, well, I'm socially rejected too. And it's like, I'm only socially rejected because I don't want to put up with other people. <laughs> Not because they wanted to get rid of me. See, I rejected society. Yeah. Society or rejected you. hipster like that. <laughs> Not really. I was going to say, that, that's totally hipster right there. So, no. Society didn't reject me. I rejected society. I'm like, I don't no, give no, a we're... shit about football. <laughs> no, we, we've just got some sour grapes going on is the issue. Yeah. And Not we're proud of our uh, sour a little old and crotchety. Those darn kids and their stupid anime dating in the air. Uh, Jeff, I've been saying that since I started going to con. Eh, point taken. Yeah. Like we... Get off my lawn! I think I might have actually said that at one point. <laughs> <laughs> no, we did in t- We did walk past the lineup for I forget which panel it was. It was probably one of the semicolon shows. Yeah, and we were like, "Darn kids, get off my lawn!" <laughs> did you shake your cane slash walker at them? Yes, we did. Yep. Okay then. I swear to God, I'm gonna get a shillelagh just so I can bring that with me for next year. <laughs> All right, so pick of the week, Jeff. My pick of the week is anime. I'm kidding. <laughs> I fucking cut you. <laughs> My pick of the week goes to uh, Gundam Unicorn Episode 7. 
I don't want to spoil anything because I know a lot of people are holding out for the Blu-ray. I went ahead and rented it just because I couldn't wait. I said, okay, I'll rent and watch it, and I'll save the next watch for the Blu-ray. I've only seen it. I rented it. I watched it you know, twice in 24 hours. I won't spoil it for anything, but all I want to say is this. I demand. Heck, I will do an episode by myself if I have to, devoted to nothing but that episode. It was that damn good. That was Scott, good. go. All <laughs> right. Uh, so my pick of the week is going to uh, Skin Game, the new uh, Dresden Files novel by Jim Butcher. It it just showed up, and I've already started tearing through it, and uh, it is full of Dresden-y goodness. Dresden-y? Yeah. Is that a word? Uh, it is now. It is How now. How do you spell it? Uh, with vowels. Okay, then. <laughs> it's a hell of a requirement. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure there is an E in there, so that's okay. There's two. Hmm. And a Y, yeah. which is sometimes a vowel. Sometimes. You can't trust Ys. Mm. Awkward silence. <laughs> <laughs> Jim, uh, go. Jim, go. Good enough. I'm going to throw it to Saints Row 4, actually. I picked it up at work for 10 bucks, because why the fuck not? At 10 bucks, it's well worth the money. Yeah. yeah. Well, I got the dubstep gun, and I got the dubstep button thing, and those are annoying as hell. Are amazingly annoying things, but I never played any of the Saints Row before. It's always just looked like a Grand Theft Auto knockoff to me, except for the third one. Well, it was. It's on cheap. It was, mm-hmm. except it yeah. came out in a period when uh, Grand Theft Auto stuck its head up its butt, so being a good Grand Theft Auto clone was uh, to Saint Ro- Saints Row 2's benefit. But I played this, I expected what amounted to a bunch of dick jokes. That's really all I expected walking in was, you know, kind of a mediocre open-world game with a bunch of really you know, coarse, crass humor. There's some genuinely poignant story moments in it. I was actually really impressed by the writing at times. Well, the this, the the guys at Volition um, want you to think they're dumb. They, they <laughs> want you to think that, oh, we, we're, we just got dildos and dildos and fart jokes all the time, and then they will turn around and smack you over the head with some genius bit of characterization. And you're like, or, you know, even just a really awesome... Uh, kitsch reference. Like, Saints Row 4 is kitsch is all get out, and it's fantastic. When you're making your way to the final boss, and all of a sudden, the touch starts playing. Oh, oh, the final... Well, yeah. Yeah, like, that's right there. Big goddamn hero moment. I had sudden flashbacks to the Transformer movie, I'm just saying. Well, they they go out of their way to do it, because, you know, there's, there's, you know, uh, Laura Bailey saying... One shall stand and one shall fall, he flat out fucking says it. Wait, you played as not Laura Bailey? You did it wrong. <laughs> I played as Nolan North. Uh-huh. I played as Nolan North because that's the right answer. Because he starts to talk about himself instead of the protagonist. I don't think Nolan North is aware he he voice acts. I think he thinks he is these people. No, that that was the that was the joke for this one. He is the joke voice actor. Er. I'm fine with that. But yeah, like. I, I was genuinely impressed. I was genuinely thrilled the moment uh, Roddy Roddy Piper showed up. Oh, God, Because yes. I was like, in my wildest dreams, like, yeah, it would be really cool with this character, you know. Oh, I forget his name, but he, the character who plays your mentor, sort of, the vice president. Keith. That's Keith David, That, man. that is with, Keith with David. Keith David there was like, yeah, it'd be cool, just fun. Is Roddy Piper just magically shows up. And then he does it like, oh, my God. Yeah. That's Keith David. That's not a character. That's Keith fucking David. I know. That's Keith David. But 
He's like, you know, it would be perfect. You know, it'll never happen. There's a no chance in hell of it happening. Is Roddy Piper just magically appears. And then Roddy Piper magically appears to save the day. Well, sort of. Well, yeah, but then Keith David has the great line. Where, where's your, what happened to Roddy? Roddy's in come when you call. He shows up when he's needed. And like, then you can the call hell? him basically any time and he'll show up. Yeah. Well, he's, yeah. Roddy, he's Roddy Piper. But yeah, I was genuinely impressed. I'm kind of intrigued if they ever try to make a five. Like, I'm going to pay a little more attention to this series now. They said they are doing Saints Row again, but they're rebooting it. Well, they got to. Yeah. They it kind of blew up the planet there. Yeah. They have time travel. They can pull an X-Man. I'm sure they could, but I think at this point they've just sort of jumped a few too many sharks. They've jumped so many sharks, there are no sharks left to jump. They've jumped Fonzie at this point. Like, they, they have jumped Fonzie, and, and you know, and, and Fonzie wept for there were no more er, sh- er sharks to jump. Yep. Holy crap. Uh, Reading Rainbow just made a million dollars on Kickstarter in a day. In a not- day! I am so cool with that. Let's. Yeah, I, I, when I saw that, I was like, LeVarbert wants to kickstart Reading Rainbow. He'll get all the money he wants. Yep. I didn't think he'd get it in 24 hours, but still. Nah, there's demand for it. And it's not exactly like there's a whole lot of good educational programming. Yeah, I was going to say, name a good educational kids program that still airs, but that is not reruns of Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Hey, Cosmos is back on TV. That's true. Okay, let me repeat my sentence. <laughs> that is not Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. And Sesame Street doesn't count because that's an institution. Hmm. So is Alcatraz. But anyway, what are we talking about? So we are kicking off Summer of Mecca 2014 with with Gundam Baked Frijoles. We're kicking it off with Baked Frijoles? Yeah. Awesome. (laughs) I don't don't know this show. better than I thought. So what is this mecha show, Baked Frijoles, about? Well, uh, well, Gundam Build Friends is, uh, oh, <laughs> yeah, you know, of all the various BF acronyms we came up with shooting the shit back when they were teasing this. I don't know, I still say Brigadine Florentine was one of the better ones. <laughs> yes, Gundam Brigadine Florentine probably was the best one. Uh, Gundam... Oh. Gundam Best Friends Forever was still the best one. Well, that's the one that kind of stuck. Well, that well, was the one the that was thematically appropriate. Like, if that they're starting to tease season two, I really think the 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 acronym does have to be BFF. Yeah. Like Build Fighters Frontier. Yes. Yeah. But let's flash back to that for a second. Like we ripped on that. We we had a bit of fun at its expense. Well, it. it it was God most. Damn, did it turn out well? Well, it's it's mostly that whole Japanese like countdown announcement of a countdown to an announcement. Yeah. Like being cryptic is all get out for no goddamn reasonable reason. Well, here's and... a picture of the strike ish. Um, and here's a clock. Yeah. Well, that and well, the last time they did this, we got AIDS, so we're not exactly <laughs> thrilled to see it. Yeah. We weren't. It was one of those times where it's like you are not. Quite to be trusted, guys. So, you know, I mean, obviously age had burned us all, but they they make a point of, you know, that this was Bandai's apology while still simultaneously keeping their fingers in my wallet. Yeah. Like you well, managed... they've done a better job this yeah. time. Yeah. Well, 
th this was, like I said, I always kind of thought of this as the apology for age. Like, you know what? We're just going to make a series where we can get them to buy our Gunpla, as always. We can get some more money, and we'll give them a hell of a lot of fan service to the old fans. Yeah. And maybe, just maybe, we'll get some new fans in with this, too. Well, it's... We will get more people on board. And, and here's and the thing. Kids. This series is just fun. Like, it's like, they, they sat down and said, you know what, it is the 35th anniversary. Let's go nuts. Well, I think you, you the very first episode, you got a good uh, idea of what's your coming when Ramba motherfucking Rawl walks into the Gundam store to buy some model kits. And you're like, okay. Well, this is going to be interesting. Well, he's holding, like, the girl... He's, they introduce him holding the Goof 2.0, and I'm like, oh, man, this is amazing. Rumbarau cameo. And then no, he became... cameo. He's one of the freaking main stars. Well, and that was... You figured the that first was episode, it was a cameo. Like, that was a joke. And it's like, that was a great joke. I hope to see more of this. And then... I wonder how many more of these we're going to get over the course of the show. And then it's like, no, he's a main character. What? And he's amazing. Yo. I, I love Rumberold. I love the oh, I love the one where he takes the uh, takes the kid to the bar, the Gumpla bar, and all these old school Zeon fans are like Commander all. They all love him, and he says, and they have Gunpla on waitress bring you Gunpla to battle with. I mean, holy shit! Give me the weakest Gunpla you have, ball. <laughs> well, you knew and it had to be the ball. he kills everyone with the damn ball. Yep. That's just you know. How embarrassed would you be if you're an old-timey veteran, you've been fighting for a long time, this kid walks in, grabs a ball, and whoops your ass six ways from Sunday. Go home and cry to yourself. I would assume something was wrong. <laughs> yeah. Like, what is what is wrong with my holograms here? <laughs> something is wrong with my model kit. This doesn't make any sense. <laughs> this ball just whooped my ass. What? The twins with the canine, when they took on the guy from Thailand... Like, the first time you see that fight, when they fucking beat him, I'm like, something's fucking wrong here. There's no way those guys should have been able to do that. Right. So, I mean, some kid faces off against me in a ball, and I lose? I'm going to assume there's some sort of shenanigans. In well, this I, case, I'm wrong. Yeah. It's just, that kid is really good at fighting Gumbler, despite the fact that he learned it, like, a week ago. Yep. But he's a prince. Sort from, of. From a space colony. I love how that's never really properly addressed. He just goes home and his girlfriend tags along, what are you doing here? Like, dude, really? <laughs> yeah, what? You knew? How did you? <sighs> you dumbass, come here. <laughs> Slam upside in. <laughs> but that's it. They're never, they don't really go, okay, this is the whole story with that place. They're just, yep, he teleports out. Like he, so, so I guess to back it up, Build Fighters is the latest Gundam anime in which, uh, set in a, a not too distant future from now, um, a discovery of a crazy, crazy subatomic particle that only that can only be used to animate plastic from toys. No, not not plastic from toys. Gunpla specifically. Yeah, like something oh. special about whatever Bandai's cooking up in Shizuoka. Uh, you know, those, those Char forklifts and that Amuro forklift they got there. Yep, magic. Magic. So. Uh, is used as the primary form of entertainment worldwide. And Nobody we... gives a shit about football yes. and baseball anymore. No, baseball still matters. Baseball still matters, we'll discover. Oh, yeah, I take that back. Baseball still matters. Baseball's still a big about that. But apparently no, no one cares about soccer, no. Yeah. Fuck well, soccer. 
fuck soccer. And uh, so we we get introduced to a couple of young a young kid who's you know he 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 works in his parents' model shop and uh, he's just kind of bored and you know he likes building and he loves the shows but he's not really good at the the battling part of the whole scenario. Until a slightly older boy from an alternate dimension shows up and teaches him uh, the power of fun and friendship, and you know he kick an ass with a giant robot and kick an ass. Kick an ass with a really tiny robot. Paying no concern for your own health or well-being in the middle of a fight. You know all that good stuff. (laughs) My friend has given me this great and powerful robot. I'm gonna go trash the fuck out of it to beat that dude. As soon as it's done, I'm going to turn around. Hey, get this son son of a bitch fixed. We got a match tomorrow. What the fuck is wrong with you? All right, we won. Okay, the thing's in like four pieces. Can you get it fixed by tomorrow? And say he's just sitting up there going, God, I'm sure. He actually had to bring up a backup mobile suit because he trashed the first one so often. Yep. Yeah, like I I guess the Bandai Parts Replacement Service is really rolling in it in this future. Oh, yeah. Better. He's got like, you know. Eight strike kits just ready to, you know, sca- scavenge the parts. Well, Although sure. he does own a model. He does have it run a model shop, so he probably does have eight strike kits to, to pull pieces from. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Bandai passes Apple and Samsung as the most traded companies. <laughs> <laughs> and and that's it. It's the whole thing. It, it It's a tournament show. Like, the kids, you know, come up through the ranks, and they develop rivalries and friendships and blast things and have crazy misadventures and... The organizers are evil dicks because that is how tournament shows work. Yep. G Gundam, cough, cough, cough. Oh, e- even just like uh, you know, even just any Yu-Gi-Oh show. Like this show yeah. is yo so Yu-Gi-Oh man's. It's not funny. Any- anyone remember a show called Angel Links? Yes. Was yeah. No- nope. There, maybe that's not the exact title. It was no, that made wasn't by the it. same guys who did Card Captor Sakura. About, you know, little people playing with these little humanoid robots and they're battling each other. Like, this is the same damn show. Yeah, it, it is. Except they replaced these tiny little humanoid robots with Gundam. And that's why it worked. Yes. Well, it, wor- it worked because... It Angelic just... Lair was the name of what the show. A... Angelic, Angelic Lair, pardon me. That's yeah, that was it. Angel Links was that god-awful outlaw star thing. Yeah. Angelic Lair. Anyway, now th- what made this work is one problem Gundam in general, across the board almost takes itself way too damn seriously. Well, I think they've, they've done it to great effect a few times, and then there are some shows where it falls flat. Right. Like, I think I think post-2000, we can say we've had shows that have fallen flat more than, uh, more than really hit it out of the park in every aspect. Well, a good example of that is, is um, I, mean, I hate to bring it up, but G-Savior. G-Savior took itself way, way too damn seriously. If they just made it a little more campy, that wouldn't have been that terrible. But that thing took itself so friggin' seriously, and it was so friggin' terrible, it's almost like reviled by the Gundam community. This said, okay, this is really goofy and really stupid, but you get a kick out of it. Have fun. We sat down, we're like, okay, this is fun. Like, this became, like, I have my Mondays off, and it would get posted on YouTube every Monday morning. And it became this ritual. Like I would, I would, I had my Monday morning cartoons. Like I would put together a bowl of cereal and load up YouTube and watch it and just spend the whole day just a little bit happy because it's like, goddamn, that was fun. Except for the episodes when it wasn't. Like poor Mao. 
Well, I mean, there were there were definitely some downer. Like it, it had a full emotional roller coaster, but even like yeah, but that was part of the appeal. Yeah. Like I'm not saying this like it's a bad thing. I like the fact that you would get episodes where like again. Some of the episodes with Mao, you'd walk away from it. It's like, God damn, kid. Kid, kid well, can't catch another, a break. For, for such a show that was goofy and silly and kind of off the wall, you really gave a damn about a lot of these characters. Yeah. and You really, we, felt, you really felt for Mao when he came up against the build strike. It's like, Mao did everything right. He pulled every trick out of the bag. And damn it, it just ain't fair. <laughs> well, the kids are just a little bit better than him. I mean, just it, a little bit. And you knew that walking into the fight. So it's like... How the fuck is this gonna turn out? Well, the like the ultimate secret of of Mao's master is just stop overthinking it and go balls out and have fun. Yep. And Reiji is a savant of going balls out with whatever's fun. <laughs> right. Yeah. The, the, whole, the whole point of the old master is to teach Mao to be like Reiji. Ignore all the other crap. Go out there and have some fun with it. Of course, if we hadn't, if if Mao hadn't lost there. We wouldn't have the crossbone. Oh, yes, this is true. That thing is that that thing is a thing of beauty. Oh. Yes, it is. Oh, in those last three or four episodes of that show, we got some of the best designs of the whole damn show. That was Holy one of the writing part. Is like it's over, and you're like, but I wanted to see more of the dark matter. Actually, I wanted to see more of the crossbone. I wanted to see more of the Mrs. Zabi. I want to see more of this shit. Why couldn't over? we see the R35 for longer? Damn it! <laughs> oh, the R35. Holy crap, it's the super gun, and it's gone. Yeah, the, <laughs> even the Fenici uh, Rena- the Fenice Renaissance was like, oh, that was sick. That thing oh, is amazing. Thing battle two episodes. Ah, oh, oh. shit. Damn it. <laughs> but who knows? Maybe second season. Maybe we'll see a couple more of them come back. Yeah. We can only hope. Eh. I, let's put it this way. I, mean, I, I, I was originally, I was really hoping for like, let's just do an alternate. You know, maybe uh, skip ahead a few generations, or skip ahead, you know, two or three years, or four or five years, and a whole new set of characters. The more I think about it, no, I, I want Reggie back. I want Sai back. I want the whole game. I want the band back together. Let's go. I, I wouldn't mind if I skipped, you know, two or three years ahead and they're all a little bit older and a little bit wiser and a little bit better. And they're back for the next tournament. You know, maybe it's like the Olympics. They have it every four years. I don't know. No, that's just going to make it G Gundam at that point. Yeah. And by then it will be the controller of the world. <laughs> the last thing you want is the entire planet with the getting real tired of your shit, Fellini, look on their face. Oh, God. Oh, Fellini. Oh. You fucking weirdo. Fellini's fucking great. Like, I mean. Fellini is awesome. Who else tries to hit on girls with victory Gundams? Well, fuck. The battle where Fellini is getting chewed to shit and he's ready to destruct. Well, well of, he's pulling a wing Gundam for God's sakes. Yeah, of course yeah, the wing like, kit has I the self destruct in it. I was like, no, that's perfectly reasonable. You are getting fucking wrecked here. Why not? Like, don't back down. Don't give a fucking inch, man. Well, and this is a few episodes after where he, like, you know, him and Reiji went at it, like, down to every last bit. Like, they are punching more parts off each other because, no, we aren't going to give up. We're going to fight till we know who won. Well, that that, in that uh, episode, I like the fact that Finichi, he was in. It didn't matter the outcome of that match. He loses, he's still in. He wins, he's still in. The, like they they the, could have just called it boys, a draw. They, they would have both gone ahead to the finals, and it's like, you know what? No. Yeah, it's like, well, we, could just, you know, we could just cakewalk this and you know just have a little fun match. No, 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 no. We, we got to see who's best. Exactly. 
which was both, you know, both a good idea for the fun of it and bad idea because okay, now you got to get that your mech fixed for the next round, which is starting oh tomorrow. Worth it. Sometimes you just got to <laughs> pull it. an all-nighter with an entirely new strike kit. Except for Reggie, he's just sitting back. What are you two guys doing? Well, we're building our gumbos. We got to get work done. Well, I'm gonna go get up, grab a freaking meat bun. See ya. <laughs> and speaking of, about... go get some food. Yeah. Reggie, you ass. <laughs> and just speaking, you didn't show me how to work on kits. Deal yeah. with it. <laughs> and and just speaking of caring about the characters, th- there's an extended arc where Reggie and Isla, you know, run into each other and feud over food and get into fights over stupid things and argue with each other. And they, there's this thing in Gundam, a recurring thing, where they will introduce a a love interest who is also an an antagonist against her will to some degree, and she's emotionally screwed up something for some reason or another. This is the first time in 30 years of this trope being part of the franchise that I gave... No, (laughs) that I personally gave a fuck about that relationship. Yeah. Like, they introduced Stella in Destiny, and I'm like, oh, great. She's gonna die, and this kid's gonna be even worse. (laughs) Well, I... I thought I didn't give a damn about Stella. I'll admit the last time I gave a damn about someone like that was for Murasame, all the way back to Zeta Gundam. Is he like, oh, because I felt so sorry for her and that you know the raw hand she got played. Maybe part of the reason is I just kind of knew nobody's dying in this thing. It's like you know what, I, this is the one Gundam show I can put a guaranteed stamp. Nobody's gonna die. <laughs> this ain't that type of show. Somebody might get their ass whooped, but nobody's dying. <laughs> Yeah, and that that's the thing. Like that sometimes they you have to step away from the uber serious grim dark. And this show did it well. But Gundam has never let's face it, the last time they kinda tried to get away from the Uber Serious Grim Dark was G Gundam and they still ended up there. Well, I mean they they, they, they played oh, their hand they very well. I mean the closest we got to that since was the gag at the very beginning of the Gundam Double O movie. Oh, God, yeah. With the, with the not Gundam Double O movie and they're like, What? <laughs> They did still, like, with Isla, they still went kind of dark. The whole shit surrounding the Embody system and everything they did with it. Oh, and she's, yeah, she's a homeless girl, orphan. It is kind of dark, but... And the doctor behind it, I'm like, I want to see you fucking skinned. Like, I want your flesh on a flagpole by the time we're done with this show. But at the end of the day, she's still... Oh, she's still She's getting paid. She goes out and eats her meat bun. She meets a nice guy-ish. Finds a boyfriend, gets out of that embody system, happily ever, motherfucking ever. (laughs) And fights him after breaking out of the fucking embody system. It's like, well, you still gotta end it. Like, Well, yeah. But I love that. I love the fact that she's like, no, this is one of the things we do do. So, who's better? (laughs) It's like, okay, now that I'm no longer a slave to the system, I'm still gonna whoop your ass. It doesn't work, but she tries. Uh, Points. And points to this show for just demonstrating sportsmanship without sort of beating anyone over the head about it. Like, I know, like, if you watch sports anime, they they tend to have just that as sort of a moral of the story. And here it's like, no, everyone just does their best because they care. Well, like, even one of my favorite scenes was with Mal after he lost. You know, he goes up to the guys, he shakes their hand, tells them, good job, great job. And they say, okay, you did great, too. And he goes, wanders off by himself and kind of sits down and cries a little. He's like, yeah, you, you lost. It sucks. It hurts bad. But you don't have to be a dick about it. Well, and... Shake the guy's hand. Tell him he did a good job. 
get a pat on the back, go home and, you know, work it out. And even but, with the character of Nils, who was explicitly in this for a completely different agenda, you know, still but, by the end of it, he's like, you know what? We made you forget about what was going on and just have fun beating the crap out of us. Yeah, you did. Let's go build some stuff. But that's why I hated the Renatos. Like the Renato episode where they're like, yeah, we're trying to bring a war into this. I'm like, this is a fucking children's game. This is sportsmanship. This is this is something kids are supposed to enjoy. And you guys are bringing this level of atrocity to this? You people are fucking scum. Like, I liked Kawaguchi kicking the shit out of them. And just the like, you know what? I have a Gatling gun. Ho, ho, ho. Eat it, bitch. Uh, God damn. Kawaguchi had some sick friggin' suits in this series. Holy I... Kawaguchi cheats, okay? Well, he has, like, he's the only one who has, like, everybody else has got, you know, maybe a builder, maybe two on the sidelines helping him. He's got a fucking pit crew, okay? And an, Alan is awesome. I mean, like, they literally had the Dark Matter Axia. They had a team of people working on the Dark Matter Axia. There was not that many people working on the Unicorn and Gundam Unicorn, okay? Yep. There's like 30 guys. You know, We've developed, developed the ultimate Gundam. Like, 30 guys to build one model kit? Holy fuck, this thing's going to kick some ass. And then, then just at the end, it's like, oh, let's throw the Assembody system and see what it does. Oh, that was vile, though. Like, just when they put that in, I'm like, you people are fucking soulless. You bastard. I know he's going to lose, and I am glad because that's fucking evil, and I want your head on a pike. That, that is one thing I was kind of di- a little disappointed in. They, um, I forget his name, but the, the head of the company, the douchebag who was worried about Reggie discovering his secret. Baker. Baker. No, not Baker. Uh, no, Baker's the crazy woman that he was always whining to. Right, right, yeah. Baker, Jan! And, you know, she's hiding under the desk because he's acting like a fucking nightmare. It's like, yeah, I'd hide from that bastard, too. <laughs> yup. We don't know what he's going to do when he finds you, but it's probably not good. <laughs> but uh, I, they all, in every opening, you know, he always has this cage of crap behind him. He's always got a double O quanta. Oh, he's got a banshee back there. Oh, he's got all this crazy shit he's going to throw at Say. The best we got was a mega-sized Zaku. <laughs> yep. Which was Wait. cool, but he like, okay, we'll throw at him. And that giant Zeong thing. <laughs> oh, the all the crazy Zeongs they kept throwing at them? The ones that C kept using? Yeah. Yeah. Like, how many Zeongs we got back there? Uh, 27 variations. Send them all! Do we have legs on any of them? No. no. Why would you need legs? They're for show. Do we have a perfect Zeong? <laughs> yeah, but we're not going to use that. That's crazy. Crazy. The only reason we never field that is if somebody fielded a perfect gun. And that would never happen. <laughs> oh, wait. Yep. Oh, I loved that. I love Takeshi because the whole time you're thinking, oh, his father's dead. That's sad. No, no, I... <laughs> He just shows up with a beard and he's like, "Hey, what's that?" I never pegged him for dead. I I always I always just uh, thought, oh, you know, he he went off to be absent anime father. He'll probably show up in the middle and say, "Can have daddy issues for an episode," and he's like, "No, I've I've been working with with uh, you know the gunpla commission to root the out gunpla. people who cheat." I have a job. The gunpla mafia. Holy shit! Was that a good... that was a good idea? idea. The Gumpla Mafia. Well, I mean, organized crime has been known to fix sports. Organized crime is in World of Warcraft. I mean, it makes sense. Leave the beam saber. Take the cannoli. (laughs) Exactly. That's how it would have gone. And and, and Takeshi's, like, hunting down the Gumpla Mafia. He's like, is this 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 big a problem? You have to send out cops to find these guys? Well, just, like, two guys. 
I'm still saying, do, do we really need two guys hunting down Gumpla Mafia? Is that big of a problem? Given that one of them is kind of a ninja, I'm going to say yes. Because <laughs> Takeshi whips out some seriously impressive shades. I know, right? <laughs> well, the whole time, Takeshi, I thought he would be like Ash's dad from Pokemon. He exists. We never see him. <laughs> we just know that he you know, is somewhere, someplace. If, if they hadn't given him a face in the first episode, I would have been with you on that. But it's like, no, he's got like a face and a voice actor. He'll show up. He's a human being. He piloted the 78-2. We know this. But then he, show, I mean, then he shows up right at the end. He, he tries to go back home. And his yep. wife went to watch his son. It's, it's like, like, I don't understand why he thought she'd be home. I don't understand why he couldn't just call every once in a while. Dad, don't you have a damn cell phone? Like, you're Japanese. You all have cell phones. <laughs> Maybe he didn't. Roaming charges. Roaming charges. That's what it is. What it is. And... And honestly, the the one thing that I have the, the one thing that strains on my uh, disbelief suspenders is the fact that uh, the Iori the Iori model shop is suffering because of its location. Because come on, look at Rinko. You're telling yep. me that if there was a Gundam shop that had Rinko behind the counter, they'd have a problem bringing people in to buy stuff. Yeah, it's it's. It's kind of unbelievable. Yeah, that that sweater sells resin. Yeah, that that sweater sells a lot of resin kits. Come on. And and it's not. And plus, you have you know you have you have say who is legitimately knowledgeable and enthusiastic and can give you tutorials on everything except winning. Yeah, and then we have you know asshole who comes in and props up the Guyan. Oh God, I I like that kid. He's terrible. Gosh. But I like him. Every time. The hell was his name? Oh, Sazaki. There we yeah, go. Yeah, Sazaki with his numerous Gians. Well, the worst part is I like the Gian. I love the like the Gian variants that you can get in Kieran's Greed. But I hate what this kid did with them. Oh, two shields? Let's turn the Gian into a missile launcher. Just nothing yeah. but a missile launcher. Like, you completely forgot what the Gian is about, didn't you? The Gian is a fencer. The Gian is about Basically. jumping around for no reason. Yep. It's prancy, and it's silly, and we're going to put cannons on the back. Cause and, we... and it's Makuve. I mean, it's Makuve. Yeah. Just look at that guy and realize this mobile suit is him. <laughs> Except Would the mobile suit is not in transplant base. Yeah, that would be better. This is my beam vase. Wow, <laughs> what the fuck? Dude, there wasn't no beam, it just hurt. See, it's a beam vase. There was no... You know what, I'm going to get my beam shillelagh and we're going to fucking work. <laughs> that... Beam vase versus beam shillelagh next time on Gun Bill Fighter Season 2. I'd watch it. <laughs> oh, for the record, I, I should mention that because it is Summer of Mecca, we are we are going to run a contest. I'm not even sure what the prize is at this point. But the contest is... There are 106 nations in the world. Give me the give, give me the uh, the G Gundam give me the G Gundam fighter for one of the nations we didn't see in the main show. Liechtenstein. Yeah, you don't have to draw like you don't have to do art, but that would probably help. Just if if you've got a great idea for Gundam Neo Wales. Just, just, just did line it. Did we get an Aussie Gundam? Did we? I don't remember an we Aussie We did Gundam. not. There is. It's in like side material. Yeah. It's a kangaroo. Oh right, there was the there was the Aussie Gundam. 
But if you've got an idea for one of the ones we didn't see, tell us about to... it, and we'll there will be a par- prize for the coolest idea. <laughs> no, I, you are not allowed to do a Hobbit Gundam for New Zealand. I already thought of that idea. I'm just saying. You can do sheep. Sheep. This is true. <laughs> sheep Gundam. But that's also kind of Scottish. Uh, uh, well, actually, no, you just don't want that facing off against the Scottish Gundam. That's true. No. All right, but um, I can make that joke. I'm partially Scottish. <laughs> Ooh. All right. But anyway, back back to. Can we get to the cameos, please? Oh, God, like th- this was a treat for longtime fans. Like, I mean, there's all sorts of little cameos plucked here and there. If you know where to look, and they're here, and they're... there's nothing huge. And then right near the end, they give you that episode. There's nothing but cameos. <laughs> hey, look, here's parents. You didn't see them in the series they were in because they were dead. Yep. Oh, there, and everyone's just, like, smiling and Facebook happy. Who, 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 you know, digitally got rid of uh, the Victory Kid's mom, <laughs> and there's his dad. And he's standing there holding the, the helmet. holding the helmet, and he's smiling like, you sick bastard. Well, That's come hilarious. on. You had to do it. I posted the same thing in the Facebook group on Mother's Day. <laughs> oh. Yep. It's like, you sick, twisted bastard. That's hilarious. It is wrong on every conceivable level, and I'm still laughing. Uh, Bernie lives. I-, I lost my shit when, you know, you see the little boy, he's playing the game, and then the, the hologram drops, and there's Bernie and Alex in the background. You're like, holy shit! Well, yeah, Al won, and his his adoptive siblings lo- are happy mm-hmm. for him. Because <laughs> he does have parents. Well, apparently, uh, maybe that's his big brother and his girlfriend. I don't know. Or his big sister and her boyfriend. I don't know. Who cares? It made me happy. Oh, my brain just went somewhere dark. Oh. I want to see, uh, I want to see somebody who looks like Bernie dressed up like Mayor McCheese. (laughs) (laughs) I I just wanted to see, you know, Bernie, as soon as the hologram, uh, Bernie stand there with a hot dog in his, I mean, a hamburger in his hand. Yeah, that would have been the appropriate response. He just, you know, gives him a thumbs up and he's holding the hamburger and you're like, you Bastards. Oh, you know they went to the hamburger stand right after that. <laughs> of course they did. Oh, my favorite lesser-known cameo, the one a lot of people missed, was there was one guy who was piloting the Virtue into battle, and it was the black guy from the Not Gundam Double O movie. He's even wearing the purple helmet. Oh, Jeez. yeah, that one that one was good. It's like, it was like, wait, wait and I remember watching that, like, wait, was that that guy? And I rewinded it. Wait a minute. Like, good dig up my copy, watch it. It is that guy. <laughs> He's real. He's not a very good pilot in real life, but he is real. <laughs> I liked seeing Kid Doman. Oh yeah, Kid Doman was awesome. Um Alan B popping up. Taking, taking the Princess of Zeon to the Carnival Rise. <laughs> yup. Juan just stand there with a purse like a mom. It's like that is weird but awesome. <laughs> Well, and here's the thing, and obviously we have all the all the various mobile suits, like things you thought you'd never see animated, like the Blue Destiny, or um, you the, know the XS. Oh, the XS. Yeah, that but, one was like, oh, the G Savior. When G Savior popped, like, holy shit! And <laughs> holy then died shit. immediately. I didn't, I didn't even get a chance to react, but the goddamn thing got blown up. But <laughs> that but, was a great cameo. G Savior pops out like. Oh shit! It's G Savior. Well, they actually <laughs> recognized that it existed, and it's dead. It's kind of a reminder. Of, yeah, this is still canon, guys. <laughs> but I guess my one complaint was that you have all these fanciful locations for the fights, and they're all just kind of generic. Like I feel like 
with the exception of doing a boa coup and doing uh, Seattle from First Gundam, they could have thrown some shoutouts in the arenas. So you mean like you could have dropped them into Neo Hong Kong for just a general ring battle? Yeah, like done a done a ring battle in Neo Hong Kong. Done even just regular Hong Kong for the giant Zaku fight. Nice little yeah. parallel to the Mark II versus the Psycho. I was kind of hoping they'd do the. Uh... The battle while the space elevator is falling in double O. Yeah, exactly. Like even even just having the colony map be the Stanford Tauruses from Wing rather than uh, the O'Neill cylinders, just to mix things up. Like you could have thrown more shoutouts into the background there, and it uh, more often than not it was just like generic Desart. <laughs> Forest two. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like they might Grand as well Roy be super Hogwarts backgrounds. It's like you guys spend a lot of time and a lot of effort working on these mobile suits. You spent like 20 minutes thinking up the battlefields. <laughs> Which, you know, I understand, yeah, we're here for the mobile suits, but come on, put a little effort in. Yeah, there's opportunities there. It's like, okay, we're going to have this cool mobile suit battle this cool mobile suit on this battlefield. What battlefield? I don't care. <laughs> that doesn't matter. Nobody's going to pay attention to that. And who knows, maybe second season they will. Although I mean, the... um. Just a few, just for shits and giggles. And hell, even do, you know, of course, everyone's favorite battlefield from Gundam Seed, nondescript section of Pacific Ocean. <laughs> oh, good. I love that. No, I don't. I fucking hate that place. <laughs> Random spot in water. I-, I wanted to see an underwater fight just so we could have a use for the act guy, but no. <laughs> well, there was the one, but there was there was no act guy. <laughs> yeah. It's like, that, that's the one thing I was like, where's an act guy variant? Come on, act guy variant. There was Nothing. Bear Guy. There was Bear Guy. Yeah, but that, that didn't count. <laughs> bear Guy always counts. Bear Guy. That, bear Guy's pretty guy awesome. The Bear Guy from the first Build Fighters, or whatever it was called back then. Um, Gunpla Builders. Gunpla Builders, thank you. That was a Bear Guy. That was a cool Bear, and I'm like, you make a Master Grade of that, I will shell out whatever money you want. This Build Fighters Bear with a big yellow giant head thing was just dumb looking. <laughs> and and that was the thing. Like uh, Back when we were talking about uh, Gundam, Gunpla Builders... The, the 45 minute special thing we were like all we could say at the end of it was i want more of that yeah. and then they gave us more with this show and it was awesome yeah. those kids even show up in a cameo yeah i know yeah. so it's like headcanon wise you could easily claim they're in the same universe there's nothing that stops it at all i don't know they had uh they had the one kid build the, the he build the uh, build fighter kit yeah. Oh, the damn name of the thing. And we said, well, if that's from the same universe, how does that kid get his, his personal mobile suit made well, as a kit? That that kit was a kit in Gunpla yeah, Builders. in Gunpla Builders. He bought that kit originally. Like he. Oh, yeah, you're right. He did buy the kit. It wasn't his own personal. He just made it himself. Yeah, yep. no. Okay, so I guess, yeah, that could technically be in the same universe. That kid was just battling before there was, you know, it was really popular. Yeah. It wasn't a big deal back then. Maybe it was some start-out version of the tech. Maybe they just happened to be the focus of a documentary. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? There you go. Maybe that's something they'll touch on in second season. Or not. Yeah, or not. Bear Guy 1 versus Bear Guy 2 all-out death brawl. (laughs) Oh, God, yes. I will put money, real-life money, on Bear Guy 1. I'm just saying. Sorry, Chana. I like it. You're going down. (laughs) Who can out-recorder who? (laughs) (laughs) The only... The the giant ribbon on the Bear Guy 2, that was just the tipping point for me. You know, that's stupid. (laughs) It, it Granted, was... the bear guy one isn't exactly genius, but still, it, it's it's so stupid, it's awesome. The the, the bow takes it past the stupid, ba- stupid awesome, just to full stupid. 
you know what? I'm fine with it. And I got to love that the production staff had like a little contest where they had to build bear guys. Well, you could tell the guys who worked on this were A, Gundam fans, and B, they were just told, go out there and have some fun with it. If it becomes a big hit, maybe you'll get to the end of the season. And I genuinely think Bandai was shockingly surprised how popular this was. Because well, they're, they're also like, okay, we'll throw a couple kits out there and see what happens. They're like, holy crap, they're selling. Ratings are really good. Damn. Well, okay, again, uh, make some more kits. Quick, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> Let's milk this sucker. Well, they mm. only invested in 26 episodes, and most of the kits are, you know, 60% old kits with new colors. With right. Maybe one or, or two. Or slight more. variations on established kits. Like yeah, they, but, well, like, yeah, but the, right at the end, you got Dark Man Arexia, which is a pretty heavy modification of the Exia. You got a brand new goof. Well, you got the 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 Mississabi, which is basically a new kit with the same head. <laughs> and that that was the thing is that as it went on, they got more and more outlandish, and we're seeing those come out now. Like it, yeah. this was a big hit, and I'm glad for it because hey, we all needed a break after age. Right, we need something to cleanse the palate. Well, that's it. And this is, even just to kind of parallel this during Unicorn, Unicorn was still telling its serious story. Like, you can go back, you can watch those Unicorn episodes, and if you're in the mood for something fun and kitschy and silly, you can watch Belt Fighters. Yeah. <laughs> if you're looking for something fun and kitschy and not serious, Unicorn's not it. <laughs> yeah. No, it's Unicorn is kind of depressing at times. Yeah. Right up until episode seven. I won't say anything else. Anyway. Yeah. Well, that, that's going to be the next episode. We're going to talk yeah. Unicorn yeah. and Origin, the manga. Okay. I, I'm going to spend, like, the the rant I'm going to go on. <laughs> I've been seriously holding it in for two weeks. Anyway. <laughs> and something i got to say is they did do a good job of mixing up, you know, for a tournament show, they did do a good job of mixing it up and even just saying, you know what, there's four rounds of this that we're just going to condense because... You know, it's one gimmick and then we'll be done. We don't need a whole episode for it. Right. Like, I was fine with, you know, seeing, like, the 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 sports... The splash images, where it's like, here's the cooking battle. Yeah, like, yeah. here here's sports day, and here's the, here, here's the rifle range episode that we don't need to do. I was genuinely disappointed I didn't get a baseball uh, RX, uh, baseball strike gun them. Oh, God. Well, the baseball was just like, that is dumb. But that it's cool. Dumb. Yeah, somehow it is awesome. Like they I, I made... do want a parts kit for this, as stupid as it is. Like yes. as dumb as it is, I would I would not say no to the baseball accessories kit. So yep. You're gonna make a, a master grade strike with baseball. Whatever you want, here is my money. I will customize it into a St. Louis Cardinals uniform, and I will be a happy little Japman. <laughs> and that no, no, can I... is listening. Yes, but. Can we just say that some of the fights in this, for being a kind of a goofy show, this had some kick-ass fights in this thing. Well, they, because of the Hamper shorter Amazing run. versus the GM sniper with the dogs. Oh. Hell, that might have been one of my favorite episodes of the series. And it didn't, the main characters were barely in it. No, there well, were some amazing fight fights. Call. Like, you watch that fight, and it's, you're like, how the fuck, like, is Kawaguchi actually going to get out of this? How the fuck is this going to go down? Because you know, every other uh, fight Kabaguchi was in, he won pretty convincingly. I mean, there was a couple that, you know, he had to go a little harder than others. But you knew, okay, this guy's going to win. During that first round, I was pretty convinced, man, he might lose this. We may we may not get our Kabaguchi versus Say battle. Because this guy's a bigger villain, and he's got a bunch of tricks up his sleeve. Yeah. It's like, could these guys actually get the Dark Matter X yet? Because they didn't reveal. They, 
did a very good job for all the problems Age had of keeping secrets. They did a very good job of keeping secrets on this. They showed the Dark Man actually, man, who's gonna pilot that? They showed the crossbone, man, who's gonna pilot that? They showed Mrs. Zobby and they're like, well, who's gonna pilot that? And I remember everyone her, being everyone know. was convinced it was gonna be Baker and the Mrs. Zobby. Well, it seemed reasonable. I thought it was gonna be I know it sounded crazy, but I thought it was gonna be Say's mom. <laughs> also an option. I would have enjoyed that. Just cause hey, wait a minute. He's a gunpla fighter. His dad's a gunpla fighter, and his mom works at the gunpla store. I think she has a base understanding at this point. <laughs> I'm not saying she could win the tournament. I'm just saying I wouldn't put a fight past her. <laughs> I mean, hell, we got an HD animated sumo and a turnex. Oh, the white turnex. Yeah, I like that where the guy goes, Moonlight Butterfly. I'm like, holy shit, he's going to destroy everything, and then he takes him down. Yep. Just to highlight how bad he is at Gunpla. Like, you have the mo- Moonlight Butterfly, the end-all, be-all weapon of Gunpla, and you still lost. You <laughs> suck, <laughs> sir. How the hell do you not use Bloody Genocider properly? What the fuck? <laughs> you are given the biggest gun in Gunpla, and you still lost. You, sir, fail. It's terrible. Yep, and that's why we never respected him at all. That is right. But okay, what, what what would you say is, if you had to pick one highlight from this series, what would you say it is? I know it's corny, but I'm going to see that cameo episode. Just because it was like a roller coaster ride. You're like, oh, that was so cool. Oh, that was so cool. I talk about how Build Fighters is kind of like a love letter to the fans. It's like, well, that episode there is just, here you go. <laughs> Have fun. Well, and We're it's right in between Every some... crazy idea we couldn't fit into the rest of episodes here. And it's in a fair where no one's, you know, it's being serious. It's just to have fun, which is kind of what the whole point of Build Fighters was anyway. It's not a big, serious show. It's, here's some fun. You see Kawaguchi out there, you know, teaching people how to build. You see the, you know, former challengers taking on anyone who wants to come up and fight them just for fun. Say battles his best friend just for kicks and giggles. Well, and he's and you, it shows how far he's come. Like he's there in the Mark II, and he's just holding his own, like doing things that Reiji never did with that suit. Well, he's learned. He's adapted. Plus, it's the Mark II, and it's a gorgeous fucking suit. Ah. <sighs> well, then he's sitting back there watching Reiji pilot the whole damn thing. I doubt he's just you know. Well, look at that. Hey, look, he's learning and catching yeah. up on a few of his tricks. But just by osmosis, he's going to pick up some stuff. Right, Jim, Not you're... to mention, I'm sure he's thinking in the back of his head, you know, if I actually pilot this thing, maybe I won't trash it like Ragey does, and I'll have to fix this damn thing every 20 minutes. Well, it's a Mark II. They're pretty good at taking a beating. Yeah, that's what they do. Yeah. All right. It's kind of the brute force mobile suit. All right, so Jim, what is your highlight from this show? Final battle. Just, Final battle. Just that, just that, you, you, the, the Rocky II ending where it's like, you know, you don't, or the Rocky III ending where it's like, they get back in and do it for fun, and you you, you can't quite call who won that. No, no, I mean the fun, the battle at Abaku. Oh, basically. the about the whole Abaku sequence that was amazing. That yeah. was that was everything I wanted that I didn't quite realize. I, like I knew I wanted to see Rambaral fight, but Rambaral fight with the R thirty five, the the fucking you know Master Gundam with gold. Yeah, tag teaming with. The old, you know, the old master, and they're like old buddies, and they just kick ass inside oh, and out. And the fact that they are battling, um, mocks, bootleg kits, yeah, 
I mean, you can't see the TT Hongli logo, but you know that's what it's supposed to be. And you're like, hey, these crappy bootleg kits are coming to kick our ass. Yep. Let's just Let's trash go. their ass upside down. Like, everybody's showing up to do something. Takeshi showing up in the fucking perfect Gundam. And just everything. Everybody throws their all at it. Well, even doing the perfect Gundam, because that is from a manga that basically had the same premise as this. Yep. And it's like, yes, full goddamn circle. And it's the perfect Gundam. It's perfect. Yep. Well, I, I, I like we said earlier, I was expecting RX-78, maybe like some variant of it, but I wasn't expecting that variant. And the fact that it was, was just like, thank you. Yes, cherry on top of the sundae. There we go. <laughs> All right, so my highlight, and as much as this show did give me more of my beloved Comfer, I do have to give it to uh, the Fellini-Regi fight at the end where it's just like, you know what? Fellini's got the experience, but, uh, you know, Say knows, Say and uh, Regi's got the drive, and Say knows all the Gundam tricks, and it's dead even. <laughs> well, that was a beautifully animated episode, too. They literally just beat themselves down to where they're nuts and bolts at that point. Well, the kids were fucking destroyed. I mean, you, you saw them at the end, both Fellini and Say are sitting there at the table fixing all this shit because they got to battle tomorrow. <laughs> like, time to pull an all-nighter. And Reggie's like, you know, guys, we could have just, you know, had a simpler fight, but no, you guys wanted to go all out. And, well, like, and, and that's Reggie, it is. you like... were going all out, too. Yeah, maybe I was. Yeah. But I don't have to build that shit. Ah, <laughs> ciao. I'm going to go get some meat buns. All right. Well, and, that, and that's it. It's like, you know what? I could have built this to put on a shelf. I built this to fight. I built this to win. Let's go. Yeah. And I like that sentiment, especially in a situation where it's like, so you're just going to give your friends a pass, right? And of no. course not. Well, that would be an insult. Like, straight up. Because the kids fought that hard and that long to get there, and so did Fellini. Like, why wouldn't you give your all, right? Yeah. Fuck. And there we go. And, I mean, obviously we have some other great stuff like, you know, say, reciting the entirety of Amro's dialogue under oh, hypnosis. Awesome. We, we didn't even mention uh, Samurai Boy. Well, we mentioned him a bit, but... The American. You know, he represents us, and, of course, he's completely Samurai, as is the way. He's yep. a ninja. I mean, he's the genius trying to figure everything out, and he doesn't even give a shit about Gundam Metal. He's there to figure out the secrets. But then at the end, after that battle of... To lose. Well, after that battle with Say, he's like, damn it, I'm going to build rebuild this thing better than ever. I'm going to come back and I'm going to whoop your ass. It's like, I thought you didn't care about the gun and battle. Well, shut, shut up. up. <laughs> now I do. Screw you. Crazy fucking Chinese martial arts. What the hell? <laughs> oh, least, yeah. Like I said before, at least he had a rationale. Everyone had a rationale on why their shit does what it does. I have Chinese martial arts that come, somehow work to Gundam. That's bullshit, but okay. I got these two backpacks that turn into robot dogs that can run around and shoot people. Really? How do you control that? Who How cares? do you control Fine. the little 140, 1 scale dudes? How do you right. control them? <laughs> little Zeke soldiers that I'm assuming he got from, you know, the hard graph kids. Right. Or like the ground war sets or something. <laughs> How do you even do that many little 1 guys and control them? I don't know. How do you get that the maybe, dogs to work? Maybe that's why they needed two guys. How do you get a, you get a gay, uh, Gundam to pitch a fucking baseball? I do not know. But at least there's some basic rationales. Oh, the guy, that guy was a baseball champion before he started Gunpla. What? How does that? Who cares? Say is Bill Knuckle. Why is Bill Knuckle so powerful? Fuck if I know. <laughs> RG. 
Yeah, man. I've got a real grade frame. Well, anyone can buy those. Does that mean that they can Nobody have them? No one did. Real grade is selling terribly. No. Only the real only say gets real grades. Well, wouldn't if by the time everyone figured out that work, wouldn't they oh shit, we gotta integrate a real grade frame into this bitch. Well, that I'm would sure. explain why the store is doing so badly. If they're purchasing <laughs> every real grade kit Bandai produces so the rest of planet Earth doesn't get them. <laughs> that doesn't could matter be how it. much revenue they bring in. It's like I will keep a monopoly on the real grade frame and its powers. The only way to do this is buy them all. God. This was not a wise idea. This, this movie wasn't On the a great upside, plan. he's got plenty of spares. Yeah. It's true. And, and the way you know he goes through mobile suits, he will use those damn spares. So, do you guys think they're going to put out a mock kit? I'd love it if they did. Although, I would love it even more if they just decided to skip it, and then T.T. Hongli decided to fill that niche <laughs> like they do. That'd be great. That it just... <laughs> Like, the irony of that situation is too perfect. The TTL, hey, we're going to make a mock kit. Why? Because we have to. Yeah, it's pretty much, if we don't, we failed. We're kind of required by the laws of the universe to do it now. <laughs> That'd be the one kit Bandai wouldn't give them crap over. Yeah. Like, you're copying that. You're copying that. Oh, you made the mock. Yeah, have fun with that. <laughs> all right. Go ahead, guys. Go well, to town. Make all the money you want. We don't care. But you're going to want to change this and this, so it isn't right. quite accurate. It's like, no, 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 see, the head doesn't look quite like that. You can only get mocks in off-white. Yeah. Right. All right, so well, I guess... More off-white than they are. I, I do hey, have... Did, did anyone who saw the Big Hero 6 trailer look at that giant robot and go, wait a minute? Yeah. <laughs> I know you. <laughs> I've seen you before. Hey, somebody get a Gundam in here. <laughs> yeah. All right, so I do have my one issue with this show, and... In an earlier episode, I kind of called out um, the this, the writers on how they were coding uh, the female characters and how what they do with Gunpla. Like, it's like, sure thing, little girl, you can play, but only bear guys and SD kits. And even Isla ends up in some feminine-ish suits. I don't know. I, well, she did make Miss Sasabi. Yeah, the, yeah. the Miss Sasabi oh, I, I, will, I will throw under the bus before uh, the Cubulet Papillon. But beyond that... Uh, the fan base got really, like, vocally misogynistic at Kirara for really nothing. I don't know. She was a bitch who broke his Gundam like she, just so she would win. Like, she cheats, and obviously she's got the fake geek girl stereotypes, but I'm just like, really? This much vitriol for a fictional character? Especially when you get to the end and she's doing the Catherine speech from Gundam Wing, where it's like, oh, you're just going to self-destruct and you're just going to self-destruct like a baby? A man would fight his way out. And I'm like, yeah, no, it's a great shout out. Roll with it. Have fun, well, guys. I, I think she's I disagreed with her. I was like, no, no, I'd fucking atomize this one. <laughs> well, that's that's an interesting character evolution in her. The very oh, yeah. beginning, she does not give a damn about Gundam fights, even if she says she does to her fans. She's just there to become famous. And then she keeps the idol racket going. And you can tell by the end of this thing, when it's all said and done, she actually gives a damn. Maybe for her, the friends she's made, maybe for Fellini himself, maybe just for the, you know, the, the quote-unquote sport of Gundam building. She's no longer, you know, I don't think she's you know ever the super fan she claimed to be at the beginning, but... She really didn't give a damn about the beginning. She just wanted to become famous. At the end, she still wants to be famous, but she does give a damn. Maybe, and maybe she does care for reals about gym variants. 
Just maybe. Just maybe. How can you not? Yeah. Like, well, Say said it best. I'm like, well, Say said it best. Like, you really did enjoy that kit when you bought it. I don't care how good an actress you are. You can't fake that. And she's like, I don't give a damn. Do you enjoy piloting that suit? Well, yeah, but I didn't build it. But you enjoy it. Uh, yeah, I guess I do. <laughs> and even then, she shows up at the end with yet another pink as fuck GT. I bet she built that one. Yeah. Can of pink spray paint, that's all you need. Oh, Tetra. That's, I don't know, anytime I look at hers, I don't see it when I see the normal Tetra. Like, when I look at the normal Gerbera Tetra in red, I don't see Samus. But when I look at Carrara's... I always I saw Samus. I always saw Samus with big, with bigger shoulder pads. Yeah. The first time I saw Gerber, I was like, "Hey, Samus." It, it it it's the head and the shoulders, really. Yeah. Well, it's, it's Samus with big ass thrusters under her shoulder plates. Kind of makes me want to get one of these and paint it up. Yeah, just do the do that color scheme. Yeah. Hey, Why not? Very laugh, suit. Laugh all you like. I've seen a GM Zelda or Link rather. Nice. All Complete right. with Master Sword. Well, yeah. Well, if you're going to do it, you're going to do it all out. Right. He did not have the Hyrulean shield, though. I, well, I will give him credit. Like, I don't know how you'd make that. <laughs> well, actually, you could... Probably modify probably a standard shield. Well, no, you could grab the Knight Gundam out. shield and do a paint job on it. Yeah. Or you could just take the standard GM shield and put the Triforce symbol and be cheap about it. See? Hyrulean shield. Ha. Okay. Fuck that noise. Fuck <laughs> that noise. Do it right. Yeah. So, no, any fans who freaked out over her, like, freaked out negatively... Welcome. Yeah, and you I liked what? Caroline. You can, kind of you can be that kind of asshole somewhere else. Look, she was a pain in the ass bitch at the beginning of the show, and I didn't like her. She By the improved. end of the show, she came around. Yeah, she improved as a character and as a human being, <laughs> and as a builder. <laughs> I also really liked Caroline, just for being crazy. Oh yeah, the crazy. It's like you're my boyfriend. I am. Now you're marrying me. I am. What? <laughs> When did this happen? Because I said so, bitch. And you're like, okay. Every time she was there, I'm like, couldn't happen to a nicer guy. <laughs> so good. I got good news and I got bad news. Good news is you're going to get what you want. The bad news is she's going to deliver it. <laughs> like, no, like, honestly. And here's the thing. I think this is one of the rare cases where we had a Gundam show that did not divide the fan base horribly. Like, it was not this bile-spewing mess anytime it comes up. The way how the way you can't really mention Wing without someone showing up to shit on your party. I mean, there are people out there who are it's like, this doesn't click with me, but I don't see any haters. Right. Well, I'm sure there are. There's always haters. This is it the internet, for God's sakes? Yeah, they'll, yeah, they'll, they'll come out of the word work it, as the years there's go the old, on. There's the old line, somewhere, someplace, somewhere in India, there's a guy who was saying Gandhi was a dick. Gandhi you was hard kind enough, of there's a always dick. one. But this, yeah, no. Generally, I haven't seen you know, a large group of haters. We and could check like, 4chan. And you're right. Well, it's they're bound to be there. Yeah, I'm sure you can find them there. It's like the the, the haven for them. But generally, like you said, every other Gundam series, even the original Mobile Suit Gundam, has their haters. Zeta Gundam has their haters. And I'm sure if we looked hard enough, we would find the Build Fighters haters. But quite frankly. You'd have to look pretty damn hard. <laughs> I, I like I said, I think this was just the age palette. You know, like anyone who did had a problem with build fighters, you know, goes, yeah, but at least it's not age. Because <laughs> mm. age is one of, is like kind of the opposite of this, where you couldn't find a hate. You're having a lot of trouble finding a hater for build fighters. 
you got to look pretty damn hard to find a big fan of age too. There was that one guy. <laughs> there, there was that one guy. Yeah. And, and laugh all you like for being for me saying I'm the defender of destiny. I am not alone in that fight. I am not no, in the majority. Yeah, I'm not in the majority, but it's more than just me. But there's probably one or two guys out there who are you know Avengers of age, if you will. Maybe I'm glad I missed AN this year. <laughs> yeah. There's that one guy. Hey, age was a good show, and then he was mugged in the parking lot. Oh, well, we we sh- we still got to mug some teagers at AN just to prove a point. <laughs> <laughs> but but I said I age sucks. Six foot tall Caucasian guy with brown hair. He was wearing a black t shirt. I think it had something sarcastic written on it. <laughs> yep. Ugh. Well, that narrows it down. Yeah. Especially if you spend the rest of the weekend in a wig. <laughs> Our PSA, as ever, if you're going to take your kids to a convention or let 14 year olds walk around with over $1,000, just fucking don't, okay? It's a okay. bad plan. Fuck. And you know what we do with that money? Tip waitresses at Boston Pizza. Yep. Apparently somebody was losing their shit over that, by the way. Ah. Apparently BP's doing the whole automatic 15% grat on there and somebody lost their mind over it. Well, it's not like that place isn't full of tables of six or more at all times for the whole weekend. Yep. And some of the people who are there with a six or more table will tip maybe $5 for the entire table. Yeah. Because I've seen that. That'll happen. Yep, so I'm fine with them putting a grat on there, because if you're that cheap, fuck you. It yeah. saves me doing the math. Yeah. All right, so anything else, anything else we have for uh, for the good old, for the, the the build friends, Gundam boyfriend? Best friend forever. I'm happy there's a season two, just because, like even you if said, it's when only Build Fighters 1 ended, you're like, I'd like to see more of that. And I said, season two is coming. He's like, I get to see more of that. I am happy. Yeah. Gundam bombastically, fantastically. And I know there's no chance in hell, but hey, can, can I get a DVD release, please? Well, there's the really expensive Blu-ray. Yeah, nah, I don't want to spend I, that. See, I don't, don't even, even have know to, who uh, would you don't release even have to dub it, it Just give me the rips straight off YouTube, put them all on a DVD, I'll be happy. But we can't have that because of Scott. <sighs> and that's why we don't have turn A, Scott. <sighs> Despite the fact they just announced a new Blu-ray collection in Japan, Scott. Yeah, I know. It's it's my fault. We can't have nice things. It's not the fact yep. that the get that Sunrise is sh- shooting themselves in the foot with their U.S. subsidiary. It wasn't nope. ten years of the fan base turning it inside out, out, out logically to justify the rampant piracy. Nope. No, what you're saying it's not a legitimate use of my time to rip it off of the internet when I could just as easily go out and buy the perfect collections that I currently own because I went out and bought them because I'm not that guy. Yeah, nope. apparently. None yeah. of that. It's all Scott's fault. And it's not like Bandai has this... Actually, this is a, this is a discussion I, I wanted to blog about it, but I'll bring it up with you guys. So um, Bandai is a partner in Daisuke, a new anime streaming service. Yeah. And they... They were like, hey, we're going to do some of our back catalog. We'll see how that goes. And the word is that uh, Zeta and Double Zeta have performed so poorly on Daisuke that they won't be doing any other vintage shows. Because, goddammit, Bandai, it's not like you have a multifaceted franchise where if an element fails, you can't try something else. Uh, it's not like you didn't do the exact same mis- in general. Hey, Wing was a big success over in... America, let's bring over Mobile Suit Gundam. Oh, that tank, fuck it. Yep, fuck it for five years. <sighs> yep. 
Just screw everything. We don't care. No, don't bring over X. Don't bring over Seed. Don't bring over Destiny. Don't bring over any of this shit to live television. Let's just... put Gundam Crossfire out really early into the life. Oh, it failed. What? Well, I guess oh. we don't need to put out Gundam games in North America. Not that we put out a shitty Gundam game in North hey. America or anything. Hey, there's this idea for Superior Gundam. Let's go with that. Yeah. Fuck you. <sighs> Fuck you. And here's the thing. I, I think they don't know what one hand is doing, what the other is doing at Bandai, because, you know, the same time they're running Seed HD and Zeta on Daisuke at a stupid release model, they're just dumping double O five episodes at a time onto their YouTube channel. Yeah. And the numbers on those are doing just fine. And maybe that's because double O is they, new. Hey, they released Build Fighters weekly. Yeah. If they do that for whatever the hell... Uh, <laughs> Gundam G and Rescue, whatever the hell that thing G is called Reco, coming out this fall. Whatever yeah. it is. So you can put ads on that. You can put commercials in the middle. I don't care. I'll watch them. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah. I made a point of every, you know, every few episodes going on to the, the Gundam Info YouTube channel and saying, I am loving the hell out of Build Fighters, and I am so glad you're releasing it this way. Yeah. Because yeah. I was. If they want to put a commercial in the middle, I'll watch it. If they want to put a commercial at the end, I'll stick around through it. Yeah. I've never had an issue giving Bandai my money to justify my Gundam purchases. Hey, you put that out there. You put some ads in it. I don't care if you even, you know, take a break to run a couple commercials in the middle like you would on TV. I will watch them. And at the yeah. same time, I think Daisuke doesn't get it. Like, they like they aren't really promoting anywhere. They, they're, they should have rushed out some sort of, you know, console and tablet app, and they haven't. And they lost, like, seriously, they, they only got, like, two new shows for simulcasting this season. They lost out so much to Funimation and Crunchyroll when they're the goddamn source for this. Yeah. Well, it just doesn't make sense that they kind of, like, okay, we want to release our stuff over in the States and internationally, but we want to do it our way. Which makes no goddamn sense, which we cannot do properly, so we won't hand it off to someone else who knows what the fuck they're doing. Well, and, like, even when Daisuke got announced, you know, the guys on, uh, you know, the guys at Mechatalk were, were talking, were doing an interview with them, and it's like, wait, you, you don't have, like, a stateside office, there's not a single American involved in this venture? You're gonna fuck it up! Right. Just like you, you did with Bandai Visual. Well, at least say what you want about other anime studios like Bones and stuff. They'll go to Funimation and they'll go, okay, um, we can't do this over there. You guys can, so we'll let you do it for a fee, of course. And we you know, kick us back some of the revenue. And Funimation's like, cool, let's go. <laughs> we'll make some money off some Blu-rays later, but in the meantime, we'll do some streaming. We'll get some commercial revenue. We'll kick you some of the money, and everybody's happy. Well, I, I keep getting tempted to pay for the Funimation subscription service. Because that way, I get dubs and DVD bonus features on top of, you know, the the no ads for their entire catalog of thousands of streaming shows. Yep. Daisuke, I'm like, you know, I would give you money just to prove a fucking point here. But they can't get their shit together to do that. But their shit isn't even that close together. Like, they still don't have Unicorn Episode 7 streaming. Like, there's paid rentals of Unicorn on Daisuke, but yep. you can't get Episode 7 yet. I bought it on my Xbox! Yeah, I watched it that's... on my PlayStation! <laughs> yeah, that's the part that doesn't make any damn sense. It's like, if you can get these released on a console, but can't get it on your own channel, 
Who the fuck is drinking the wrong shit? Get them away from it. Yeah. Something is very wrong with you guys. Like, if you said, hey, turn A is going to require a subscription, I've had $100 set aside for turn A for three years now. Yeah. When you announce the DVDs, I will give you that $100. Yeah. Yes, and when that happens, you will no longer be responsible for turn A. Okay. But you know, as unfortunately, that will never happen, so you're still fucked. But as it stands, no, just being dumb. And I'd... One day, I have faith that Bandai will figure this out. I don't think they will. Any time I, soon. I can't. I th- Their business model stands against it. Like They, they will figure it out eventually because they'll have no choice. No, they have no fundamental understanding of how the f- any foreign marketplace works. And but they make enough money in Japan and in Southeast Asia where it's similar enough that they don't have to adapt to anything. Bandai like Entertainment said, eventually USA. Eventually, they'll have to adapt just because other companies will pass them by. The problem is that ain't gonna happen anytime soon. When that happens, and it will, just because you know that's just the way the economy works. No matter what kind of economy you have, if somebody is technical more technologically advanced than you, they're gonna pass you by. The problem is. Bandai is so far up, and everybody else has got so far to catch up to them, it's going to be a while. Depressing, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it is. And on that happy note, good night, everybody. Yeah, Build Fighters. Love it while you can. It's awesome. It's awesome. It's on YouTube. Let's end on Build Fighters. Build Fighters was happy. It made us feel happy. Let's just cleanse our palate of that. Build Fighters was that nice shot of vodka we needed after age. Hey, yeah. and the music in it was amazing. Oh, yeah. I, lo- I love the intros. Both I, intros were great. I like the intros. I like the end themes. I like the incidental stuff. Like, this yeah. This is a soundtrack that really separated itself from a lot of the other Gundam shows, and I liked it. Well, it didn't seem unnecessarily, you know, let's pump out stock issue poppy that you could hear on the radio style. But it just it, felt like it was designed for a show with the strict intent of exemplifying the show but it still it used a lot of different styles you don't see in a lot of anime period like there were there were there was rapping some dubstep in here i was the only time you will ever even remotely hear me speak positively about dubstep hey dubstep gun oh the wub wub gun with its explosive wubs that needs to be an entire game unto itself the wub wub gun yes like I was confused when I unlocked it late in the game because I had it the entire game and had been using it to devastate everything. Yeah. Oh, I love the Dubstep Gun. Just for the sheer stupidity of it is. Yep. It kind of makes me wish I bought the collector's edition that had a one-to-one scale Dubstep Gun. Oh, that's, that would have been too much to justify. Yep. I know. But... but I was kind of... Hey, hey, during Christmas, I had already bought the game, and during Christmas on one of the Black <laughs> Friday sales, uh, Amazon had put up the Dubstep Gun collection, you know, for $89, which was only 20 bucks more than I had already spent. And I was like, you know, if I didn't have that game, <laughs> yeah. I'd probably go and spend the $89 just to get the gun. But I already have the game, and I can't justify buying the same game twice just to get the gun. But yeah, Build Fighters, give me Season 2 now. Put it in my veins. Yeah. When they announced Season 2, it was like, okay, when? When? Oh, we're just making it. We're just announcing we are making it. When? When? next year? No, no. If it, fucking give it to it. <laughs> like, if they if they're seriously gonna say we're gonna make you wait till the 40th anniversary, I'm gonna cut a bitch. <laughs> now, if I had to take a wild guess, and it is a wild guess, 
summer of next year. Probably the fall, fall after uh, G-Reco finales. Like, whenever that ends, the following autumn. Right, so probably next fall. Yeah. Because I, I bet you G-Reco does the same thing Gun Double O did. It'll start this fall. It'll have, like, a month break from December, and it'll kick back up in February or March, finish up in the spring, following fall. God, it was a good show. Good yes, show. It was. Good night, everybody. Have a good night, folks. Build fighters. Short pants spirit. Uh, I thought they smelled bad. On the outside. I Thought They Smelled Bad on the Outside is released under an attribution, non-commercial, share-alike, 3.0 international Creative Commons license. Please visit our website at sbopodcast.blogspot.com for more episodes as well as social media information. Thank you.